name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Work Your Biz Like a Boss, and we are going to dive into five tips to develop new habits. And please don't groan. Developing new habits isn't hard. However, it does take effort to shift thinking because thinking or your thoughts are the first actions. And a lot of people don't realize that. And uh, so if you've struggled, you know, to incorporate new habits into your routine, again, it can be challenging, but I want to give you these tips. And if you execute them, you will create new habits, but listen to the very end because I give you the secret of true habit formation um, that will, man, it will help you so much and accelerate the process. So the first thing is you want to start small when trying to develop a new habit it's very important to start small instead of big. So instead of trying to make these big, hairy, audacious, uh, drastic changes all at once, focus like a laser on small manageable goals to build momentum. For example, you know, a lot of people, they want to exercise more. Well, commit to five minutes only of activity a day and gradually increase the time each week. Now you might be like, well, that's not going to do anything. Well, we're here to create a new habit first. Once you get the habit and you start increasing the time, you will actually have such an ingrained habit of exercising that your body will miss it. And I know that for a fact because um, I used to, I mean, I hated PE. I was a kid that hated PE. I hated any physical activity. And now the gym time for me is like a a de-stressor. It's where I solve problems. It's where I get ideas. It's where I, you know, just relax, enjoy podcasts. And so now if I go a week without training, my body's like, what are we doing? Why are you not at the gym? In fact, I have to actually make it have a rest week because it'll be like, Hey, we need to be working out. Um, so, you know, your goal at the beginning is to create the habit. And then you'll start really getting into the meat and potatoes of the habit itself and what you want to accomplish in life, add time, add frequency, et cetera. One of the biggest mistakes people make when trying to form new habits is going all in on grand, ambitious plans. And the problem with this approach is it's not sustainable. And so after a year or so, you'll find yourself back where you started and then discouraged and then your sub is programmed that you will not ever figure this habit out and it'll make it even harder when you try to do it again later. Number two is be specific. It's important to be specific about the habit you want to develop. If your goal is too broad, it will be difficult to measure your progress and stay on track. So it's like telling someone, go to France. Okay, which part of France? Well, obviously what you want to do in France will determine where you go. Do you want to go to wine country? Do you want to, you know, go into the forest? Like what exactly do you want to do in France? Do you want to go to the, uh, the Louvre, the, um, you know, the, what is that thing? The Paris, that tall thing, uh, Eiffel tower. Sorry guys, my cat's uh, meowing one second. (laughs) Come on, Joey. Have you ever felt let down by a planner? 
too many features you didn't need or not enough of the ones you did? Or maybe you're looking for a planner that goes beyond just organizing appointments and to-dos to actually help you design a life you love and achieve your goals. That's where my planners come in, designed specifically for your personality type. We have four different types, achiever, motivator, contemplator, and helper, each with a basic weekly layout to achieve your goals, but tailored to your specific needs. As an achiever, you'll get a happiness recipe while contemplators have decision-making worksheets. Motivators can keep track of their tasks and loved ones' needs, and helpers can learn to say no graciously and avoid negative self-talk. Our clients rave about these planners, with one telling me the other day, I can see that this planner is gonna help me reach my goals and design a life I love. So don't settle for a one-size-fits-all planner. Get one designed just for you and your unique personality. Go to personalityplanners.com, take the quiz, and find out which planner you need. Wow, and I guess my father-in-law is playing some game in the room next to me. So, you know, it's like, what do you want accomplished? Like if you say, well, I want to eat healthier, why? You know, like, why do you want to eat healthier? What's the specific goal? And then give it specifics on how you're going to execute it. So let's say that you want to eat healthier because you're tired all the time, or maybe you have diabetes or whatever it is. The next phase is, okay, I want, I will eat, not I want to, I will eat three servings of vegetables a day, but get even more specific. So I always recommend that people have intentional interrupt statements. And so that's something that's like this. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I will go to the gym for a 15-minute walk at 4 p.m. And then you put that in your calendar. Or I will eat vegetables at every dinner, and I will eat them first. You know, something like that. Or I will eat vegetables during the week at dinner. And then find those vegetables you like. Find those recipes of vegetables that you might be interested in cooking. But the main thing is you've got to get specific on what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it. That will help you so much. And there's a lot of science behind it. Um, but it's like the secret sauce to achieving new habits. I promise. Now the second or the third one is you've got to make it visible because your brain will automatically go to what it knows and you'll absolutely forget. So make your new habit visible to remind yourself to practice it. So for example, if you want to start drinking more water, keep a water bottle on your desk at work or make a habit of carrying one with you throughout the day. Visibility helps prompt the habit and it serves as a subtle reminder to take action. And this applies to your intentional interrupt as well. Keep it visible too. Write it on post-it notes, set a phone reminder, and keep it like you would any important appointment. And I love um, uh, habit apps. There's some really good ones out there that reinforce desire, but also they celebrate success or they prompt you in a visionary way versus, hey, you know, get off the couch and go walk. You know, they're like very encouraging their little phrases and stuff. So utilize all the tools you need. I am a huge tool user. Any way I can use tools so that um, I can accomplish my goals, I am going to 100% do it. So get that visibility. Um, I have a, and I drink tons of water, but uh, sometimes I just get so busy that I literally forget. And so I, um, 
downloaded, I think it's just called a water app. And it reminds me, hey, you need to put, you know, you need to drink some water. And then you could put how many ounces of water you drink or you've drunk at that time. And I love that because even though I naturally drink a lot of water, sometimes I'm so busy I forget. And so I have that reminder, hey, it's time for some water. And then if I haven't been drinking enough, I'll just start drinking a whole bunch, you know, and empty that bottle up, you know. So those apps are extremely helpful, but having something that prompts you, especially in the beginning, is really important. Number four is track your progress. A lot of times we don't see how far we've come. And when you see how far you've come, like let's say that you start off with five minutes of activity a day or three times a week, and now you're up to 30 minutes three times a week, that is huge. And so making a a simple note in your planner or using an app to track your progress, it'll keep you motivated, but it'll also hold you accountable. And so you'll be able to see Um, And it's so easy to get off track. I remember uh, a couple weeks ago, I decided to start using TikTok for my time management um, products and planners and things. And so the goal is to sell planners and merch. And so I created like three videos and then I sat down and I realized not a single one was on time management not a single one. And I'm like, wow, that is nuts. I literally got off track right off the bat. And so part of that is I do a lot of coaching, like life and business coaching. And so I just naturally went to that, but I also do a lot of time management and that was the darn goal. So I deleted those videos and I started off with time management and then I set up, um, like I will do three to five time management, productivity, goal-oriented posts a week. Everything else will be icing on the cake. I've even got some humor in there. So that is an example of how quick we can get off track of our goals because it's like, hey, let's create this to promote a planner. And then do I say anything about planners? Nope. (laughs) All right. And then the final thing, one of my favorite things is celebrate success. And even the small ones, because again, it'll keep you going. And this can be as simple as treating yourself to one of your favorite snacks when you achieve a goal or give yourself an extra hour of free time. Uh, But when you're developing new habits, this is really important. And when I, you know, incorporate a new habit, I always celebrate when I reach it. Like one quarter, I bought myself um, some Bose speaker sunglasses. Other times I may celebrate with like a day trip or an overnight trip with the hubs, or I might schedule a staycation. So celebrating is crucial to habit formation. Okay. So you definitely want to have those, um, those celebrations built in there, but you know, developing new habits, it's a process. It requires patience and persistence. You know, start small, be specific, make it visible, track your progress, celebrate success, incorporate these things into your daily routines, and you will successfully develop those new habits and achieve your goals. But here is the secret sauce. Actually, I'm going to give you two. I just saw a second one. Whenever you're going after a new habit, it is important to determine the intangible you're after. Because too many times we focus on the external. So for example, when I had to pay off $56,000 of credit card debt years ago, 
the motivation wasn't paying off the debt. I wouldn't have done it. I would have gotten discouraged. Um, it was taking too long. Like there are so many things that would have stopped me. Instead, I focused on freedom. I focused on the freedom to um, build my business, the freedom to enjoy wealth, the freedom to leave an inheritance uh, to my children and their children. I mean, there were so many intangibles I was after that that actually kept me motivated and kept me going. Plus, I used all the five things I'm, I'm telling you now. But even more important is the fact that desire is a fuel for all habit change, motivation, and discipline. So most don't succeed in habit change because they really don't want to do that new habit. So let's just cut to the chase. Let's cut out the BS. Most people don't want to go exercise. Most people don't want to eat healthy, you know? Um, and, and there's a lot of ways to create desire, but I don't have time to go into it, but just know this. You, if there's something that you know you need to do, let's say for like health reasons or to, you know, salvage a relationship or to get your finances in order, you're going to have to create desire. And when I say desire, like on a scale of one to 10, it needs to be an eight to 10. The way you do that is writing it out. The way you do that is seeing a visual of it, you know, create a vision board on your computer that you see every day or put one in your closet so that when you're getting dressed, you see it. I found that that's the only time I look at my vision board is when I'm getting dressed. So I moved mine to my closet. Imagining what your life will look like when you achieve that goal, regularly doing that can achieve desire, but you've got to spark desire because desire is the fuel. Uh, so go over to the um, Art of Self-Change. That's another podcast I host with my colleague, uh, Greg McNeil. And we've got a lot of good stuff in there on habit changes and thoughts and desire, etc. So hopefully this helps you guys. But remember, the secret sauce is uh, desire. And another key to that is what's the intangible you're trying to achieve with this new habit? I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?